0: hello and welcome back to your favorite podcast d influence -influence. guys before we get started i just have to tell you something i am so turned on by my husband it's
1: so annoying (laughs)
0: why why Guys, I'm not even kidding you. Jordan has been getting so muscly. Like I'm actually over here like, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. You like walked up to me at the Nashville event yesterday and my heart's kept a beat.
1: I was also like one of three males there.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe that, <laughs> that helps too. But no, his, like I just love a man. Like just, I don't even mind if it's a little chub. Like it's just like oh. something to hold on to just always really got me going. But here's the thing. When I met you, I also you met fat, I, fat Jordan. Well, I look in the inside too. Is
1: fat derogatory if I use it against myself?
0: Yeah, you shouldn't say that. Okay, it's not cool. Not cool.
1: Well, that's what I just have always referred to that former version. Yeah, if of you
0: felt that way, that's fine, but um, it's not nice. Don't okay. don't speak that way about my husband,
1: <laughs> chubby Jordan.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, so he was like, but then you lost a ton of weight. You kind of got a little scrawny for a mm. while. You were scrawny, Jordan, for the longest time. And the biggest bummer about scrawny Jordan, Jordan, who like I love all the same, you know, like mm-hmm. I my love for you just increases by the day. But when I was trying to relax or cuddle you, your shoulder used to be so bony, and it yeah. was just such a bummer. There was really nothing to lay my my little head down on, and your chest was just like kind of concave. This just felt great. the bones. And now when I hug him. He's a man.
1: You know, I appreciate it because um, if I told you how much meat I've had to eat on a daily basis to achieve no. these results, it's quite disgusting.
0: It's animalistic, some it's, would say. It's
1: really I mean
0: He will break wake up every morning and he has when I say when I say like a piece of grilled chicken, I mean like a piece of no, grilled it's chicken. Like a, it's
1: it's double it's like two fists. Two
0: fist size. then plus like four eggs on the side. Yep. covered with truffle hot sauce. <laughs> It's actually Honestly, really disgusting. No, no, no. I
1: have to put the truffle hot sauce on it because it's the only way I can get it down.
0: Yeah, it's so gross.
1: <laughs> just, it's just so gross. And this,
0: and this chicken that you eat is like seasoned with like basil <laughs> and garlic. It's and it's like, like mixed with thing. like it's so gross. It's like such like a, like it's chicken you would eat with mashed potatoes and broccoli. Yeah. And he's eating it first thing in the morning. Then he has this cup of coffee. Then for lunch, you have no, Chipotle. My, my
1: Laura bar. You have your Laura is bar. My, it's my snack. And then I have um, a very specific Chipotle order and I eat the same thing every day. I get double chicken and then no cheese, no guac or anything like that. Yeah. And then for dinner, oh, when no. dinner rolls around, I actually look forward to dinner because like we pre-make all these steaks. And so I'll eat like a huge ribeye steak. Mm-hmm. But it is so large. And then honestly, what really starts to overwhelm me is that after that steak, I have to drink an entire <laughs> protein shake
0: this is at nine o'clock at night
1: and by nine o'clock at night i don't know this i'm like the,
0: trying to sleep and i hear in the kitchen like, <laughs> it was like i'm like what are you doing making another shake in there
1: and for the longest time i was like there is no way that me eating this much meat and food is going to end up in a good result and i will say the past three weeks okay gotten you also
0: lift so much weight right now thank you yeah, he goes Straight. to the gym every single day except for uh, Saturday, Sunday, on uh, the weekends. No, Wednesdays. Wednesdays oh, are my Yeah, so you, you're you lifting a lot. You're not skipping leg day. That's another thing. But His, you know, no. Your booty's been looking good. Your booty's been popping, but the, babe.
1: S- the craziest thing is that I, have, I am lifting the same amount of weight. I feel stronger when I'm in the gym. I won't lie about that. Yeah. But like, how much you eat has everything to do with gaining muscle. Mm. I was just not eating enough. Mm. But... Uh, I was eating You were that. eating
0: a lot? It was just up the wrong thing. It was
1: like four PB&Js <laughs> at eight o'clock at night.
0: Oh, please. You know it was midnight whenever you're eating those peanut butter <laughs> it jellies. It was so bad. I only know because every single time I wake up in the morning, it looked like a <laughs> peanut butter massacre went on in our in our kitchen.
1: I know. I started like adding up all of my, my carbs and fat and macros and everything. And when I ca- factored in how many PB&Js I was eating, it was... It was not good. I was like, "Oh, no wonder
0: <laughs> this adds <laughs> up now." But you know what's also uh, interesting about your physical transformation? Your voice has changed.
1: No, honestly, I, you, I don't have strep, but like whatever you had, I have.
0: Oh, UTI. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you? Is that contagious? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Literally, he keeps on thinking and Honestly, asking me if my uti if he could be getting sick now <laughs> because i had a uti i'm like babe it doesn't work like that it's a bladder infection i'm only going to
1: say this because i actually think it was really informative but this morning you know danny tried to like do me last night and oh i was my like, gosh, I, was like danny, I was like i can't you're sick and she oh, was shut like
0: up. you were totally for it <laughs> and
1: she was like and i go I, she was like why are you like hesitant and i was like well you have a uti and you had to go Babe, that's not how it works. It's a bladder infection. I go, oh. She goes, different hole, babe. (laughs) But I I genuinely didn't know. It was so informative. I was like
0: I go different hole. He goes, Oh. (laughs) I didn't realize there were two of them. I'm like, No,
1: I knew I knew there were two, but I for some reason this whole time that you were in the hospital, I was thinking like Also, guys, I had a UTI
0: like a week ago and I've been on antibiotics for like six days yeah now, but so. let me
1: tell you something and this is the god honest truth okay <laughs> there were like and maybe it's just ptsd like i made a pact myself when you were going into labor that i wasn't going to look down there and then dr joy Cuddy freaking <laughs> tricked me once on our second shot and goes oh my gosh jordan look and i go oh my gosh is everything okay and then she was like started laughing like made Ugh, me look it's so gross but anyway in your nightgown, when you're like kind of waddling over and having to go pee, I was like, I'm just like not going to look at her. Oh, when not, I was in the hospital her, last week? Her, I don't mean you. I mean like her.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, this last week you thought that?
1: You're, you, well, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what I'm saying is that when you were having our our children, I was like, I'm not gonna look until it's like fully healed so that like I can just remember her <laughs> for what she <laughs> what she is and what she was. <laughs> and so in the entire time you're laying in this hospital bed and I think like UTI to me was that like down there, it was just like a war zone.
0: No, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that I had one. There was nothing different. I didn't e- it didn't even hurt when I peed.
1: So it didn't like look? No. What is it? You might called? be thinking
0: yeast infection.
1: You know what? That's what I was thinking. That's of. what you're thinking. But that, oh, no. that does change the terrain, doesn't <laughs> it? Right. It's pretty gross. Oh, I never had one of those, right?
0: Um, I had one actually right before I had Stella. Right before. Okay. Um, very uncomfortable. Those, you know, cause it's like really itchy. Ugh. No, those are, those are bad, but those are not like, I mean, we well, got
1: to, you, take care of your bodies guys. <laughs> you just got to watch out for these things. <laughs> well, so
0: I was in the hospital last week for, to be honest, I thought that I had COVID. I thought I had the flu COVID strep because I had horrible aches, um, chills. I had terrible migraines and my throat was kind of sore. And so I just told Jordan, I'm like, okay, we got to go in and get a COVID test. We did an at-home COVID test, but it was negative. Mm. And but they always tell you like those can be negative; they're not yeah. really accurate or whatever. So I was gonna go in the next morning, and I woke up the next morning, and y'all, I was I could not even get out of bed. Like I stood, you know, when you like stand up and your legs are shaky. You're and then per-
1: you're pretty tough too. Yeah, the whole the
0: whole room went black, and so um i told Jordan, I said, I have to get back in bed, move my appointment like an hour back. I said, an hour I'll go. You called my mom. My mom came over, woke me up in an hour, tried to get me out of bed, still could not walk. She literally had to like put my socks on me, put my shoes on me, take me to the car, got to the doctor and you know, they come out in that hazmat suit. Cause they're like, they're testing people for COVID and stuff yeah. and my doctor looked at me. She's like, I'm not even going to test you. Like you have to go to the emergency room. I got to the emergency room. Also we got in a fight. I didn't tell you that. People are yeah. so tense in the emergency room, oh my
1: gosh. Wait, you got into a fight?
0: No, no, nothing like that. But you know, people are so intense. They're like trying to get seen. And these nurses are, you know, they're sweet, but they see it all day long. And yeah. they're like, we're trying to cut each other. And and this guy was trying to cut us. And then, and then I'm over in a wheel, you know, I was in a wheelchair, I couldn't even walk. And um, he's trying to cut me because his wife is sick. And it was just like a little, yeah. A little verbal altercation, but not between
1: me. you or your mom. One hundred percent. I'm not saying Did she punch him.
0: No, no, it wasn't anything like that. But like, there's people, it's it's hot, it's intense, and right. I don't blame them because at any like when I was feeling that way, I was like, mom, in my head, I'm like, mom, you tell him, I'm like, yeah. get me in there, I'll do anything. Um And these nurses are like, ma'am, this is my process, this is how we do things. I yeah. do this every day, you know. Dude, so anyway, we got in there. Yeah my blood pressure was 76 over 58, which is, I was a dead girl walking
1: <laughs> at that point. Rolling.
0: I was a dead girl rolling <laughs> in my wheelchair. But I'll tell you, I made really good friends with, um, you know, this is actually a good conversation. Do you think that the emergency room is a scam? Because I, I will say there was an added level of anxiety and stress while I was in the emergency room, having my mother there. Mm-hmm. because the whole time she is convinced that they're just trying to upsell me on
1: yeah she on acts like it's like El Mercado yeah. in San Antonio she's like I've seen this racket before <laughs>
0: she's like Dan, this is what they do they hook you up to all these ivs and they put all this fluid in the, in you and then you're stuck in here and they leave you and they lock the the door and they don't come back she's like and you know, the, the doctor comes in and my blood pressure is not increasing. It's staying the same. Every time they're making me do these tests where I stand up and do my blood pressure. When I was laying down, my pulse was like 110, which is like, just not normal. It's supposed to be like in the sixties for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and my mom's like, my I didn't tell you this. Tornado was convinced, called the nurse in and told him the machine was broken. <laughs> Did I tell you that? She no. literally told the guy, this machine must be broken. She's 30 years old. This doesn't make sense. So she's like, Danny, this place is a scam. We got to get out of here. She's like, like
1: Baylor, Scott and white yeah. like a national like chain these of poor hospitals. doctors are
0: really just trying to help me out. <laughs> and like, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. And like every, so at some point they tell me, you know you got to go upstairs. My mom's like, oh, this place, how much is that going to be? How much is that going to be to yeah, the doctor? Like, I'm like, she's like paying. I'm like, they're not making commission on this. And there were, it's sad. There were a lot of people that were needing beds and needing rooms. And so like, I'm sure that if it wasn't something serious, they would have like, just let me go. But they were like, we can't let you go. Like you will faint and hit yeah. your head. And
1: Well, they, they, they become liable for you at that point. Totally. And so if they send you away.
0: I don't want, they don't want the blood on their hands. I don't blame them. I would go through all of the precautions too. And I would make sure that my, all of my, uh, my, my, Patients hit their vitals. We did all the tests. I was negative for COVID, strep, uh, flu, mono, everything. And then they did a urine test and I had a UTI.
1: So I don't think that the hospital was a scam, but I do know, what do they call the process? Triage, where they like Uh send you through. Well, Mm -hmm. I think triage is like sifting through who's like critical and whatever. Anyway, they send you through a process, okay? And I do think that the process is very carefully designed to both care for you but also to profit. So like could you have left the hospital a little bit earlier? Yes, I think.
0: Yes, definitely earlier, but or what are they charging you by the hour there?
1: well they charge you probably by the iv bags and it also is like very confusing because it, it depends on what they can bill to insurance too so it's not like yeah it's not like it's hitting us directly but they're billing insurance right you know, which will increase our deductibles and all that kind of stuff
0: yeah no, i get it it's but a, it's,
1: I, I, a I it's a medical industrial complex a little bit
0: it it is but i was willing to go through the process in the system
1: right
0: because honestly i got to, i got to sleep a lot and that felt really good when you're sick
1: well that must have been nice for you while well, you threw me on that <laughs> Jordan Couch. and I always have the worst fights when we're in the hospital. Dude, it's I honestly- Cause you're
0: so, you're such a bummer to be a brown. It's the worst version <laughs> of Jordan. Like I can't <laughs> tell you. He walks in, he's like, all right. How you feeling? What are we doing here? What do you need? I'm like, well, honestly, like I don't like leave. I'd rather have Nancy from the nurse down, down the hall help me out, like help me walk to the bathroom. I'm like you're just like a bump on a log.
1: Danny, I want I'm to I'm trying to something. be like,
0: no, I'm feeling sick. Like I need somebody to come in and make me feel better.
1: It must be nice in your throne baby, <laughs> of a bed, <laughs> hooked up with all your free meals. They make me ten, pay $10 for my guest meals and your mom eats it. <laughs>
0: No, you're a, you're just no, not we'll a pleasant it. person to be around
1: in the hospital. I will say
0: the worst version of you. Comes it is out. the worst version of me. It's so not it, fun.
1: I want to admit this that I was thinking about this when we got home from the hospital because my mood. What? That just, it's
0: always about you in the hospital. <laughs> it turns into the Jordan show every time, and I'm like, I'm literally on my deathbed. I'm so cold from the chills and the aches, and I'm like. I, this is turning into a bladder kidney infection. And Jordan's like, this bed's uncomfortable. I'm like, I told you to bring a pillow. I told you to order food. He's like, I'm hungry. They're closed. No, I'm like, no,
1: no. I didn't complain at all this time. But yeah, I, but
0: you complain in your body language. You complain in the way you look at me. You complain <laughs> in the way you talk to me. You complain. You even at one point said that this place was a scam. And you know I got pissed off at you.
1: Okay, listen. I will admit that... The hospital sends me into the darkest places Why? I ever go You've, in my life. You didn't
0: even spend a lot of time in the hospital growing up. It's not even like a triggered emotion that comes up. It was just the birth of our children.
1: I know, but it it really sends me into a very dark place.
0: I know. I'm going to not invite you next time I go. <laughs> Honestly, you're uninvited I, because I need positivity and it, it doesn't help. It's the
1: help. weirdest thing. Like I'm a pretty resilient person. Like I can handle like conflict and adversity when we're at home but something about the hospital makes me feel like it's all over yeah like it is a dark it sends me mentally into the darkest place I can ever go yeah and I want to say it has to do with their beds
0: but I bought you pillows that's why the first time I ever bought the Amazon famous pillows from Beckham was for this exact reason so that you would be happy so that you could be happy and then it would rub off on me and we could be happy together (laughs) That's all I wanted. I <laughs> Joy. W-
1: okay. What I think I need to do is, I think I need to go break my leg, oh, no, so that Jordan, I stop, go stop. to the hospital.
0: Stop! Don't even say that out loud. That's horrible. And I don't I, say that.
1: Well, okay. I'm not gonna actually break my leg. But what I'm saying is, like, I kind of, I've, I've thought about this. Like, if you were on that other bed, would you feel?
0: No. Let me tell you what I would do, dark babe. Dark
1: and depressed.
0: I would bring face masks, I would bring chargers for all of my devices so we could watch a movie <laughs> together, maybe an air diffuser, maybe some essential oils, maybe a speaker, because like I understand that I'm walking into a very uncomfortable position, but you had time to prepare. You weren't even with me all day at the hospital. I know. And you went home to pack a bag. So I'd be like, okay, this is gonna be a sucky situation. What can I do to make this fun?
1: I you know, know that's ought-
0: just who I am at my core. <laughs>
1: I know. Listen, I, I am aware I am the worst version of myself at the hospital.
0: Yeah. It's okay. Hopefully we don't have to spend any more nights there until our next child. And honestly, you're not invited when the <laughs> next child is coming because you're a bummer. So we, um, yeah. So last week we spent a lot of time in the hospital and then flew to Nashville cause I started to feel better. We had a big divvy birthday bash there.
1: Oh, should we- wait, wait, wait. You're moving too fast this episode. Oh, I have questions for you. Okay. Okay. First of all, in the hospital.
0: (laughs) Okay. Back to the hospital.
1: (laughs) No, no. It's a separate, separate tangent. Um, When you were at the hospital, you posted a question box and the question box said.
0: was I on drugs? I don't remember this. (laughs) (laughs) When I say
1: drugs, they gave me Motrin. (laughs) Well, the question box said, am I still relatable? (laughs) Question mark.
0: Oh, I did that the night before I went to the hospital. Okay. But yes.
1: But you were also in the the depravity of your sickness, and you were like, I'm never coming back for <laughs> yeah. this.
0: Yeah, I literally was like, I will never feel well again. It was depressing. I was yeah. in a dark place. I was like, let me do a Q&A.
1: So why did you ask the question, am I so relatable?
0: Um, There was something that instigated it. There was something that, um, oh, I had done a Q&A.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And someone said like, how, oh, I think the question, oh man, I, I think it was, you know, through all of your successes or something, how do you um, maintain- Was, it
1: about, the, was re- it about Forbes?
0: Maybe. Okay. But how do you stay uh, relatable? And I was like, I don't know, like, it's just me. <laughs> I just, and honestly, I, I still, I, I said, you know, if I ever am not relatable, that's going to make me very sad because that's the whole point. Of all of this is to relate to people and to
1: feel like you have a community.
0: Yeah, and to build a community, and and that's what drives me. So if you ever watch me and you're like, ugh, I don't relate to her anymore, like it it truly yeah would be a dagger to my heart. Like it would make me really sad. So I said that, and then and then I was like, oh my gosh, nope, maybe people don't relate to me anymore. And then I was like, but guys, it's just me. It's me, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm in for me. <laughs> You know, in my dorm room, like, so, with the so Herb's let me let me and, ask you this. Um,
1: um, what percentage of people felt like they could still relate to you, and what percentage didn't?
0: So, I asked people, and first
1: of all, your read on this situation is always. Yeah, incredibly wrong. <laughs> like it's pro- like if a hundred people were like, Danny, you're fun. And then two people are like, Danny, you're disgusting. She'll be like, I'm disgusting.
0: So, like everybody <laughs> thinks I'm so disgusting.
1: <laughs> it's like two <like> percent.
0: <laughs> no, no.
1: I what was the what was the the percentage?
0: I would say, OK, if I'm really being honest, 60, 40, 70, 30. But they were so nice. They weren't like, oh, you're so unabitled. I don't follow you anymore. Yeah. They're like, I don't like I don't really like relate to your, maybe lifestyle, what you're doing, but I still like feel like you're very down to earth type of thing.
1: Yeah, there's like two, so relate to like what you're doing, like Chicago, Willy Wonka. I'm like, oh, you're
0: not walking around in Chicago, <laughs> Justin Willy Wonka with your family as Oompa Loompas. Like what? You don't do that on a daily basis? Like
1: <laughs> It's funny, cause the reason I wanted to ask you this is like, I feel like um, it's it's been one of the biggest things that I want to say we have struggled with, but like me in particular, like have being relatable. With. Um, no, not being relatable, but like I would say it's like the the biggest fear that I have in being misunderstood is yeah. a lack of relatability. For oh, some see, reason, I don't like, feel
0: like that. I feel like I'm so relatable.
1: <laughs> no, no. I feel so no, like normal. No, no, of course that's what I'm saying. But like, it would hurt me the most. Like, someone could be like, Jordan, you're ugly, or like, yeah, you know, whatever they want to say about me, and like that would not bother me. But if they were like, hey, like I just don't find our lifestyles related. Jordan, you're
0: too muscular and I just don't relate to your body anymore.
1: That one I'm okay with. But like, I worked really hard for that <laughs> but one.
0: Girl, but girls will say that to some other girls. Really? Yeah, girls are weird like that. But I get it. Like, you know, they don't, yeah. I
1: think it's like, it's been the the double-edged sword of like, I think we both work really hard and we're both very passionate about what we do. But like, it's like, um, I never, I never want to feel I never want someone else to feel like we can't be friends. If that makes sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. I think that you know, I just really don't worry about it. I just don't think that
1: <laughs> you're the I one just, who posted the
0: question box. You know, but I will say, I they they it was about sixty forty, maybe you know, maybe seventy thirty. But um, but no, like I I think if I really ask myself, I'm like, no, I I think that there's so much purpose in the content that we're creating outside of just like even being relatable that I honestly don't even care. Like, you know, yeah. there's, there's heart and there's purpose and there's something like a message we're trying to convey. And, and you know, our biggest thing with our platform has always been to like, honestly, just use all our resources, everything that the Lord blesses with us to love on other people and give back to other people. And like, that's what it's all about. And so whether I'm relatable in that or not, you know, it's okay if i if I do some quirky things that aren't relatable to do, to, you know, achieve that goal or that message, you
1: know? Do you think that relatability on the internet has become a strategy?
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I just I just watch stories and roll my little eyes. <laughs> I just roll the eyes, scroll, I'm like, mm-hmm. I know the real story behind that, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. No, yeah. 100%, but I think people see it through that too. I don't think that, I think that maybe three or four years ago, people could get away with these tricks and like, my audience, they're too smart for that. They're going to see right through that. And that's what I love about them. I don't even have to point it out. It's like, you know, over time, it'll speak for itself and people. And and at the end of the day, you just want to follow people that, you know, make you a better person. They're a good influence on you. Relatability
1: (laughs) in your niche in particular is very, very interesting because I feel like most of the audience is like, you know, we go to look at our national event. Like, it's like people like us, like you have two kids, three kids, like, you know, they're younger in life. They're like trying to figure it out. They're trying to make it. They're newly married. You know, they're navigating, um, all these like new dynamics in their home. And so like, you know, relatability is very, very important, probably more so than it would be for like a Dixie D'Amelio or Mm -hmm. a Charlie D'Amelio or some like famous TikToker. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I say that, like, I've struggled with, like, this idea of relatability, it's, like, I both want to be honest and authentic about, like, where we're truly at in life. You know I mean? Like, I'm 32. You're yeah. what? 30. Am I 32?
0: you always forget. But, yes, you're 32 because you're not the holy age. 33.
1: That's Jesus right. Okay. Age. So, 32. So, I'm 32. You're 30?
0: 30. 30.
1: <clears throat> and so, we've, like, I mean, we've been working for 10 years, you know? And so, like, we're just, like, at a different, you know, type of place. But... It's like both being authentic about where we're at and like where Divi's at, but also, you know, not wanting to lose this desire of like, hey, like, you know, none of this matters. Like it doesn't, you know,
0: and we're all going to change and grow together. I think that's what's so special about uh, our audience, too, is like, you know, they followed me a lot of them when I was dating guys and I didn't even I hadn't even met you yet. I'm obviously not the same person that I was 10 years ago, but yeah. it's really fun to support each other in the ways that we evolve and not be upset whenever you see someone growing. I think that that's kind of what it's all about. So I've loved that about our community.
1: You know what else happened this week? We both found gray hairs.
0: Oh No, I found them like two weeks, three weeks ago. Or no, probably a long time ago, but I, I cried a little bit.
1: You did cry. You <laughs> cried about getting older. I hate it. I embrace it.
0: I know, but that's because you're it. a guy. Like guys just, they they age like fine one. You look better with age. You 100% too. I, I'm i not that girl.
1: No, babe, you so are.
0: <sighs> you think so? I'm yeah. just fishing for compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I just need for you to say I'm pretty
1: today. <laughs> um, Let's see. Oh, I had a, a new segment I wanted to try out. Okay. Okay. This is called, this segment is called, uh, uh, chicken soup for the Christian adult soul.
0: <laughs> I used to love those books.
1: Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I wanna ask you some questions that we used to ask in community group because oh they gosh. actually are really great questions.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're such like a Christian culture. It's such a
1: Christian culture thing. And I was like, say you know, these things. I honestly couldn't remember them. So I had to text some like, you know, Christian culture friends and You be couldn't
0: like, remember them? Let me, let me guess. What's eating your lunch?
1: Well that's one of them
0: um, what is something about like eating you away no eating your lunch What's? what
1: are it's like what are you let me just ask them okay, okay. so first of all this is the most Christian culture question ever
0: Oh it kind of it kind of makes me cringe a little bit okay How's your heart? Oh it's it's bumping it's beating at a good pace now that I'm not in the hospital and having UTI. Thank you for asking.
1: No, I'm not going to let you get away with that. How's your heart?
0: Um, it's nice.
1: <laughs> How's your heart? Stop.
0: I don't like that question.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. Um, what has filled you up this week? <laughs>
0: um, to be honest, I think. Um, I feel like we have a team that when we, I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but when we go through struggles or I go through personal struggles, we I can sit down with my team and be vulnerable and honest with them and they can like speak into me and a lot of them have the same beliefs as me. And so like it's nice to be able to be like, okay, well, this is what the Bible would say about that. This is like the, probably the right thing to do. But then also they like feel for me because they're like, because we all work together. And right. so I feel very fueled up whenever I have, I'm a very collaborative person. I don't like to make any decisions without having like 17 people approve. And when I have a team like that, that like I love on and I can trust, like that really f- fills me up. To ha- I think just having good community that, that care about you fills me up.
1: Okay, I like that. Um, what has your heart desired other than God this week? You, no.
0: <laughs> you naked. <laughs> just kidding. Um, other than God, okay. Well, I don't want to say this answer to like make myself look better.
1: Why would you say it? Just I mean, I honest.
0: really have desired just like good time with my kids. Yeah, we're gonna take Stella to the fair. And Stratton to Paw Patrol Live. Both of those were your idea. I'm giving you credit. It's okay. But I've been taking cell of the park every day. And um, Stratton's getting to that age where, like, you know, he can kind of understand what you're saying. And so when I have a free moment, that's probably what I desire. And then I desire um, growth. I don't like to look back at a month that we did last year with Divi or, you know, certain numbers, whether it's, views or clicks or and like, it's just, I, I don't care about the specific numbers. I just like to see that we're evolving and changing because I think one of the things I'm most fear of is being stagnant.
1: That's a good answer. Where have you stumbled this week?
0: Um, I feel like I can be, uh, like pushed around a little bit. I think I care too much about what people think of me. Wow. Like I, I wish so badly. Like it's, it's my cookie dream. Remember from that show? Oh yeah, yeah. What's the show called?
1: Uh, Empire.
0: Empire, y'all. I used to. If y'all have not seen Empire, I know it's so random. You be obsessed with this show, and there's there's this this character, this firecracker character named Cookie. And I would cry watching her because she is so firm. She does not give a rat's booty about what people think of her. And I just, I would just, I'd kill to be that girl to just like not care and be like, you know what? It is, this is who I am, take it or leave it. If you don't like it, move on. And I'll get these little spurts of that and for like five minutes, I'll be like, you know what? If it. like. I I know who I am, whatever. And then all it takes is like one bad move, and I'm like, help me! (laughs) Like rub my belly. Like do you love me? (laughs) And I need to be coddled like a little child. And and that all comes down to the fact that like I just want people to like me. There's a, a little element of people pleasing, but a lot of element in insecurity in whether people like me. I don't care if I'm pretty to them. I don't care if. I'm successful to them. Like I just genuinely like care if people like me too much. It's it's to a point where like I can't say no to things, or it's harmful because I can't stop the conversation. I can't like I just want to give. I give. I don't know. I give too much care. I care too much.
1: We uh. In like is a bad like way. A, Is this like a new revelation?
0: No. <laughs> I've been this way for a long time. No, I know, but I just like, don't know what you, to do about it. Like, I, I just, it is who I am.
1: Is it though? Like, is it something that can be like shaved down a little bit? I
0: don't know, Camit, help me, please. <laughs> I want to be cookie.
1: We had a, <laughs> 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 we had a long. What was our? What was our? Uh, it wasn't a fight because we weren't fighting. Our conversation when we were sitting on the couches downstairs, like four days ago. It was about priorities.
0: Oh, yeah. I was thinking about recording that conversation because it was so good. It was a great one. But then, like, it was, like, not the time, you know? <laughs> we were, like, heated. <laughs> we weren't no, fighting or I anything. Wasn't,
1: I wasn't mad at you at all. So, so basically, and, and tell me if I'm wrong about this, but we had a, like, decently tense conversation because... Um, you know, it was all about like, what are we saying yes to, what are we saying no to? And so it, it had a lot to do with the hospital, right? In Nashville. A, in a Nashville. lot of people,
0: my friends included, were, um, I wouldn't say disappointed in me, I would say concerned that I decided to go to Nashville after being in the hospital and being sick for, for five days.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like, okay, so the thing about Danny, and you can disagree if you disagree with me, but- Yeah, uh, you know me pretty well. <laughs> the thing about Danny is that, um, I do think that there is a very genuine sense of people pleasing and I mean genuine meaning like I think that there's like different types of people pleasing. There's like victim people pleasing and then there's like, Hey, like I just really want to work hard because like I really want us to be friends. Like I want, you know, you to like me, like I would like to be in your good graces, type of thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the conflict, um, that happens i think in our marriage you know in our family and honestly mostly to danny personally is her trying to please different constituencies all at once right yeah. so um, I feel like I'm really good at saying, okay, I have a hundred percent to give. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. Those are my boundaries. I right. only have a hundred percent.
0: And you don't care if like,
1: and I don't get care to say no. Yeah. I'm like, no. Um, And you know, I think that sometimes you have said like, Jordan, like you're so like cold or like, why don't you yeah. have this? Or why don't you do this? And Um, It's because like I have a hundred percent and I'm like, okay, my kids are going to get 60. Danny's going to get 30 and you know, social life will get 10. I'm really good at like creating buckets and figuring out how much to allocate. Danny on the other hand is like, okay, um, I want to be a good friend or I want to be a great friend. I want to be a great mom. I want to be a great wife. Yeah, And so somehow she goes through these cycles of, I don't have a hundred percent. I got to create four hundred percent to give to these four buckets because I get to give a hundred percent to all. I know, and then it, you know, leads to her being in the hospital.
0: <laughs> it's it's a problem. I don't know. Like I'm like crying right now.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. And so our conversation just, you know, was more so about like we. Danny had just gotten out of the hospital, and her body just like needed rest. And like I feel like her friends knew that her body needed for rest. We had Texas OU tickets, which is our like I know, favorite game of the year. It's okay, babe. It's okay, that's what this podcast is for. <laughs> I don't know, I'm crying. I'm telling it you, just, these Jesus <laughs> questions <laughs> word, guys.
0: <laughs> we need to write things out. No, it's just like so exhausting.
1: I know, okay, so collect your thoughts. <laughs> we wanna hear from you in a second. So it's Texas OU and I'm like, Danny, like, she has a migraine the night before. I'm like, Dan, there's absolutely no way that you can go to Texas. OU. I'm like, just hang here. Like, you know, your, your mom will help the kids. Like we've had these tickets where we had like six friends coming that we got tickets for and we really wanted to like bless them. And so I was like, I'll go like, I got this. And, uh, you know, it's halftime. <laughs> <laughs> it's halftime, and I turn around, and I look up, and you don't have phone signal at the Cotton Bowl. And I turn around, and I look up, and Danny's just like got these big glasses on. because She's got a migraine. She's like, "Hey guys,
0: I'm here.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm here." And everyone, like all of our friends who love Danny, are like, "Danny, like what in the Why heck are, you, are you doing here?" And she's like, "I just like couldn't miss it, you know. Like I just want to be a good friend." <laughs> no,
0: yeah. I. I think like in my head, deep breath. Oh, I think in my head, I play all the things that maybe I'm hurting people's feelings by like, okay, so the the um, Cowboys game. So like Lauren Vaca does the PR for Tart, mm-hmm. right? And I haven't seen her since she had her baby. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is the first time I've seen her since she I, she's had her baby. Like, I want her to know that like, I support her. I already said I was going, so I can't back out. Like, I know that will really hurt her feelings if, you know, I don't show up and and like, I don't want people to think that I'm too busy for them. Like all those just thoughts are playing in my head. So the last person I'm thinking about is like myself or honestly, like maybe our marriage or our kids at the moment or whatever it is. I'm, I'm just being honest that sometimes in the moment trying to make everyone happy makes you prioritize the wrong thing. Yeah. So same thing with the football game. I'm like, I had already uh, backed out on Bible study last week with Janine and Ellie because I was, I think I ended up going to the hospital or I was like really sick too. And I remember I was, like, so embarrassed. I didn't even tell them why that's why I missed Bible study because I didn't want people to worry about me. Yeah. So I just told them, I'm like, hey, guys, sorry, I can't go to Bible study. Like, But I was, like, on my deathbed. But I didn't want people to be concerned for me like that. I just don't like that type of attention, you know? And um, so then the football game comes around, and I'm in my head, like, laying in bed. I'm like, I canceled Bible study on them already. They probably think I don't care about them. Like, Danny, if you want to have good friends, like you have to give into these relationships too. Like you can't just take, like you can't just show up when you're feeling good. Like you need to show up in all times for them, you know? Yeah. And I'm like beating myself up in my head of like all the things. And I know that they don't think this about me. It's like all self-induced, you know? So, so then I'm like, so then it puts so much pressure on this one thing. So I'm like, I have to go. And it's like every single thing I do, I feel like I put so much pressure on it. it. It, and I think that's, one of the things that is so great about me at the same time, because I care so much about every little thing, like whether it's a Divi birthday party in Nashville, like was that going to make or break the company? No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. But like I, if I'm going to commit to something, like I want it to be the best, I want to leave it. And no, I gave my all because that's just like what gives me peace at night.
1: Yeah. So, um, so you come to the football game, you make it through what, uh, early fourth quarter and then you know you have to know like
0: uh it was like right before halftime
1: okay so well you got there around yeah so you, you make it 30 minutes into the game and yeah. you sit and you are like hey, i couldn't stand up I, I feel better if i'm sitting down and then you have to go home right and you know while like what i have had to do through like my own therapy and work is like, let you make these decisions. And it's been really hard because like, I sometimes want to like shake you and be like, you are a psychopath and you're a lunatic. But like, I know that unless you figure out for yourself, what your boundaries are, you know, and I can coach and I can be like on the sideline being like, Hey Danny, like, here's the thing. And so, you know, I let you come and I advise on the back, you know, the front end, I'm like, Danny, you're going to have to go home. Like, and you have to go home. And so then where our conversation came in was, you know, that had happened, Um, you know, we sleep through the night and now it's Sunday. Okay. And we're supposed to leave for Nashville, like Sunday evening, let's just say for the sake of the conversation. And, you know, Danny makes a hard decision and she's like, I cannot do it. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feel by Sunday night. I haven't had a 24 hour period where I felt good. And you make a hard decision that you can't go to Nashville and, I was so proud of you for doing that because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is kind of what I want for Danny's. I want her yes to be a yes and I want her no to be a no. And I want her to know her, know her own capacity like as an adult and like as a mom and, you know, her priorities are in order. And so I was very happy with the decision. And then, you know, Sunday night rolls around. She's like, you know, I felt pretty good all day. <laughs> <laughs> and she, you know, we take the kids to the park and she like comes home. and Like you I know, feel
0: the best I've ever felt. She's like, wait,
1: I'm like feeling great. And uh, so she has that look in her eye, and she's like, hmm. <laughs> she's like, you know, I, I just took a peek at flights tomorrow to Nashville. <laughs> and she's like. I knew what I was being. that She's like, we were supposed were like, to bring the kids, you know, but like, what if just you and I took a little day trip, we went and I got to like be there for Divi and all this stuff. And for some reason, it made me like really upset sad i i wasn't like mad at you i was just disappointed i think and sad and i think the reason i was i was both of those things is because i really was looking forward to like being able to kind of like have some stability from you and feeling comfortable and content with a no where like maybe you had to prioritize yourself or our marriage or what have you And our marriage is great and you're a great mom but, like, sometimes those things do get in the way. Well, I
0: had been sick for so long that there, it, it was hard to, like, you probably were missing time with me. Like, we didn't have that, like, f- all family, you know, the family time all together just because I was in bed for so yeah, long. Right. So it makes sense that you would hope, okay, she's feeling better. Like, let's we can, all.
1: Yeah, we can take the kids to the fair. We can go, like, on a date or something. Like, I wanted that from you, right? Right. And so, um, I felt the only thing that made me a little bit mad was I felt like I was competing with like this meetup event that I felt also wasn't going to make or break the company. Like Laura and Mallory Irvin were co-hosting and I was like, they're going to be great. Like, they're amazing. Like we know them personally, they'll be awesome. They'll make people feel welcome. Um, and so we sit down and I would say like the first, for the first time in a long time, we had a long conversation about like priorities and, you know, how you just can't pour out from an empty cup and you can't give 400 percent and i was like i just wish that sometimes like you know i could see some growth in the area of like you deciding what is the priority and making that decision yeah why are you crying or why were you crying (laughs) i don't know (laughs) (laughs) No, really
0: this is every therapy session i'm like i don't know (laughs) my feeling i don't know <laughs> why do you think you're crying um
1: because i i don't think you're alone in this like i'm sure a lot of females and moms out there are like struggling yeah. with the exact same Well, so thing.
0: just to from everything you you just said i think um another thing like for me though is i had committed to something and i don't like to back out on my word yeah and so maybe that's being more cautious of what i commit to um, yeah. but I felt like that was something that I told people I was going to be there. And like, if I'm feeling better, I'm going to be there. And, and maybe I just, I shouldn't have ever said yes in the first place. I don't know. You know? Um, so that was also.
1: Well, you don't know, but like, what do you think now?
0: That do I overcommitted?
1: You, yeah. Do you feel like you overcommitted? Cause what we, like the benefit of that conversation was like, I think you, the other thing about you is like. You, you want the quick fix to this problem. Like you want to be like, okay, Jordan, well, Hey, listen, I totally get it. Like, I love you. I want to prioritize you. Like, let's look at the calendar tomorrow. Let's sit down with our therapist. Like, and I'm <laughs> like, Danny, like it's not about clearing the calendar because there's a root issue of like you pouring out 400% yeah. when you don't have to give it. I,
0: I think what's, what's hard though. And what's really confusing for me is, um, yeah, m- maybe it's a priorities issue that maybe our, our, Priorities are not aligned, or maybe they need to be recalibrated now that you know things look a little different.
1: I don't think that's the issue.
0: <laughs> What's the issue? I don't
1: think that's the issue. I think that you and I are fine and decently on the same page
0: with our priorities. Mm-hmm.
1: I think there's some things that you commit to that I'm like, oh, okay. okay. I
0: think. But let me just say one other thing that I feel like is a nuance that people don't understand is. Um, You know, I have, so we obviously run Divi and we have over 20 employees over there. And then I have my two babies. And then we have a team of like four or five for the Danny Austin team that, you know, really rely on me for work every day. Like if I don't show up, they have no work or they're backlogged with so much, so much to do because I didn't show up. Um, so I, I feel like a lot of pressure sometimes and to also keep them happy and to keep them excited about where we're headed because like, I know that they don't like to be feel stagnant either. And I know that they like to have vision and direction and goals and, you know, be growing in their own individual lanes as well. And sometimes I feel like the way that, you know, the nature of the business, like it relies on me. And like, I, at the end of the day, like if I'm not here, it's not working. It's not, sh- it's not doing anything. And yes, the Divi event could have um, run without me and maybe, and I, there have been some Divi events that I I have said no to. Um, and, but you know, like I said, that was something that I was actually really excited about. We, Divi had never gone to Nashville before. Um, we have a lot of friends there. It was something I was really looking forward to as well. And it was something I had committed to. Yeah. Um, so sometimes my priorities are, are confusing because it's like it, there's so much more going on behind the scenes that people don't see. And I know like a lot of people are relying on me and maybe they're not, but that's how I feel.
1: Yeah, I think, I think you nailed it. Like, I think, I think that people do rely on you in the same way that they rely on me. Okay. But like, you know, I was talking to, okay, this is a great example. So at the game, Janine leaned over to me and she goes, um, cause like Janine, we're close with Janine, but I don't feel like she's seen like the inner workings of our marriage. Cause we'll like hang out with Janine in groups, you know. Um, yeah. But she knows you, and she like sees what you do on on the internet, and like all your friends know that you go, 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 go. Um,
0: but and just to say, like I I like that lifestyle. No, you too. do. You I'm do. not like, yeah, it's tiresome, so, but.
1: Well, Janine, so Janine leads over to me, and she goes like, cause she saw that you were sick, and she was like, "What is Danny doing here?" And I think that for a second, and she wasn't mad at me or anything, but she had this like this misconception that I felt like I needed to clear up where she was like, wait, it's almost like she had an epiphany. She goes like, so wait, is it like Danny that like just goes, 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 and you're constantly trying to slow her down? And I think that that epiphany happened because I think that she had originally thought like I was pushing you to go, 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 go. Like I was creating the pace or... You know, I think there's a misconception, like, our team is creating the pace. And, like, what I have learned about you, and we talked about this in this conversation, is that the one who's dictating the pace of, like, your life is you. Yeah. And it's, like, this... Case closed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We figured it out. Okay.
1: (laughs) And so... (laughs) Um, so our conversation, you, we can talk about it more if you want, but like our conversation was like really good because I was like, Danny, like my biggest thing with you is that it's not about sitting down and just going through our calendar. I, I, so me personally, like I've gone through like a year of, you can call it like business coaching or therapy or life coaching, whatever you want to call it. And I did that knowing that eventually I was going to, like, transition out of the role of CEO at Divi. And that was going to be really hard on me because, like, I loved the action. Like, I loved the pace. I loved, you know, leading people, feeling important and all these things. But it, it was, like, a painful mourning process for me to, like, dig up these demons of ego and, like, all these things to, like, be okay with, like... Um, the pace of taking my daughter to the fair and just getting cotton candy and like, that's it. And like, I'm good with that, you know? And so a big part I of know, our conversation,
0: I'm addicted to the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know it. You're addicted to the game, but like, I'm I'm,
0: a, I'm I'm addicted hustler.
1: You're addicted hustler, but that's not even the bad thing. So you're still missing the point. Like, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Mm. I think that the bad thing in this, that you really like, I encourage you to like start doing the hard work to do is I think you mask you mask the core issue with busyness, but the core issue is, you ready?
0: Drum roll, please.
1: It's the way that you feel about yourself. It's the fact that you never feel good enough for anything. Even like, I think people listening to this episode, you know, who relate to you, probably are even going to like listen to this and be like, okay, listen. In fact, you should rewind three minutes ago and listen to how you were talking about how you approach missing a Bible study or showing up for Lauren Vaca in so many ways, it's not showing up from a place of strength. It's showing up from a face place of fear and not being good enough. Like, oh, well, I don't want to miss, I don't want Lauren to misconstrue that I'm this or that or the other. And it's like the biggest like thing I've always I have prayed for for you and like I've experienced freedom from myself that I want you to experience is like what your heart and your success and your leadership and all these things could look like if you were to s- flip the paradigm from operating out of fear, showing up and giving your all, not from a place of not being good enough, but from like truly a full cup and being like, you know what? I had to say no these three other things, but I'm content because I said yes to this thing and I know that this is my highest priority. Yeah. Like that's (laughs) all I really want, you know? And I I want that not because like it affects our marriage that much. Like I'm chill, like I'm like along for the ride. I'll go to Nashville, I'll go wherever. I think it's fun. It's part of our bonding. You know, I think our kids love our travel experience. Like our kids are very happy in our parenting, but it's like, I want it for you because and I think this like this whole hospital thing like really woke me up to that. And like that's why I was so serious about and we went to Nashville, to be clear. Like we went to Nashville but it was after this long conversation. And I think I really want it because like I think it's like God being like Danny Austin, slow down, Danny Austin, slow down, Danny Austin, slow down.
0: I thought it wasn't about slowing down, it was more about
1: Sorry. Um not slowing down, saying yes and no to the uh saying yes to the right things and no to the right things. And that's why we, to be clear, so people don't get mad at you, that is why we said yes to going to Nashville is because we had this conversation. I said, listen, there is a way for us to have this conversation in Nashville being one of the things you should have said yes to. Yeah. And it was, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, no.
1: <sighs> so like, let me ask you this, cause you never actually gave me this in the conversation. Then yeah. we'll end this. Okay. So like what are you gonna <laughs> no do about it? No more of these Christian
0: conversations. No, 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 no. No
1: more of this. What are you gonna do about it?
0: Um I don't know. I you know the one, you always
1: describe yourself as an action oriented person.
0: I am, and a lot of this is just talk. And so I'm like, what does this actually yeah, look so
1: like? But you tell me, Danny Austin.
0: I don't know, I need to process it. <laughs> no,
1: <boy. laughs> Okay, why don't we end the episode on something sweet. Funny. Do you have a funny story oh well my big thing right now is um I'm there's two cool things that I would mention one is that um very random story but
0: oh VidCon I mean VidSummit
1: yeah that one's hard I met a business hero of mine and it wasn't all it was chalked up to be
0: oh talk about that
1: I can't um. Okay, I can't. It was Mr.
0: I, Beast and his manager.
1: Stop it, babe. <laughs> stop it.
0: Jordan's obsessed with him, whatever I'm, his name was. And it's not that he's not a nice guy. He's no, just not that friendly.
1: No, he was actually like friendly. I just, I've had a problem lately. They with, say
0: never meet your heroes.
1: No, it's facts, bro. It's facts. Like I, and it's nothing that these people have done wrong. Like I've met so many of my heroes my Twitter, like my heroes are so bizarre. It's like people I love on Twitter. Um, like business people that are very niche that I'm like, I know that they're very skilled operators. I think they're very creative. And I I just, it's hard because like, I just meet my heroes and it's like, it's
0: okay. So there's this thing called bid summit. I'll tell the story. You're skirting around it. And we were asked to speak on, on the panel, but, um, we, we said yes to it. And that's why we didn't go to LTK conference this year. Well, long story short, I ended up in the hospital, I had to back out. It was like this whole thing, you know? And so the day I go to the hospital, Summit is still going on. And so Jordan's like, is it cool if I go to Summit while you go to the emergency room? I was like, yes, babe, my mom is with me, no worries. Jordan is like, I'm only going to be there for an hour because, you know, I don't really know anyone there. Long story short calls me. He's like, Oh my gosh, Mr. Beast is here. His manager's here. So is Jess Conte, Gabe and Adam from Adam Busby. All, no, they no they all they're all so great. Yeah. But, great. but my point to say that is you were really excited and you were like, I just got invited to this like happy hour or lunch or something. And I'm going to go meet Mr. Beast's manager who, I mean, we have to admit is a, a genius for what he's done with Mr. Beast brand and what, you know, Donald, yeah. Donald, right? What's his name? David Donald, Mr. Beast.
1: Oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. <laughs>
0: Jimmy Donaldson. I Jim, Jimmy Donaldson, that's <laughs> Donald. I was like, Donald doesn't sound right. Don. <laughs> what, ju- what Jimmy has done with his brand, whether it's from him or his manager or them collaborating together, doesn't matter. It's genius. And you were really excited. And then so deflated, like two hours later, whenever I call you, I'm like, how was it? And you're like, "Eh."
1: It wasn't. Just not
0: everything that you thought it was gonna be. No,
1: he was super nice. Um, He was amazing. He had so much swag. He (laughs) really, he was wearing a Celine jacket, like a, like a bomber Celine jacket. And I was like, that's, I, I literally was like, I took a picture of it and I was like, I gotta show my wife this. I was like, this is the coolest jacket I've ever seen. Is he tall? yeah he's pretty tall muscly uh i don't know he's young check it uh yeah that's why that's why i respect him a lot is because he's he's decently young i think he's probably early 30s and he's just built this like crazy conglomerate in night media all spawning from mr beast he helped mr beast launch like all these operations and like just running a creator business like on your side and then launching what mr beast has i'm like man that's really hard to do and he's launched two Beast Burgers, which I know is like not doing like they kind of shut that down. But then Feastables, mm-hmm. but then he's done that for so many other influencers. You know, in the YouTube. Space do you know the other particular.
0: brands that he's launched for influencers?
1: Um, I think I think he like helped start Dude Perfect. I don't think he's involved with them anymore. But
0: do you think that you are maybe um what's the word where you're like
1: romanticizing
0: romanticizing yeah, no, him no, a little bit?
1: One hundred percent, and that's what happened. you know. What I
0: bet people romanticize you sometimes.
1: That's hard. That would be really hard for me to live up to. And that's my problem. Is like, but I'm
0: sure they're like, oh my gosh, like, did you see what Jordan has done with Divi? Da, 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 and you're like, no, like, I it was really hard.
1: Yeah, it was super hard. Yeah. But like, okay, listen, all of my Twitter, my Twitter bros and Reed and uh, I would say Sean Purry from My <laughs> with, First Million. My Twitter
0: bros. Do they know that they're your bros?
1: See, and that's the other thing <laughs> is that like, I don't like, okay, like I'm, I, I,
0: you have a you have like a fake handle on Twitter. You
1: yeah, have a burner account. But listen, <laughs> let me let me explain this. What
0: is your burner account? You I us? no,
1: I've never told anyone that.
0: <gasps> Can you, I want to know. No, is I it like never. something that's like relatable to you?
1: No, it's just total gibberish.
0: Is it like JoJo seven four nine nine? No. Hot too hot to trot. <laughs> no. Double zero seven.
1: But okay, so like you know how like you have cringe experiences. Like Ugh, yes. Okay. So, do you want to know what Ugh, my, I have
0: one in Nashville? I'll tell you.
1: My number one cringe experience is.
0: Mm, okay.
1: You know what it is. It's going on my first million. No. It, I it think,
0: wasn't that bad. I think
1: about it probably twice a week. <laughs> truly. And like you know, Sean Purry, he's a smart guy. You even said he was really smart. Yeah. He's very smart. Yeah. He was such a great sport about it, but like you know, there was this whole thing when we showed up and like, I really wanted to be on my first million. Do you yeah. remember when they were like, oh, are there going to be two people here?
0: Oh, cause they thought it was just going to be me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And oh. then I was like, so And I'm like, like who are these
0: people? <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on? Why are we here?
1: So um, there's probably like my own defense mechanism here is like, I always claim that like, I don't like friends. <laughs> yeah. But like truly it's probably a defense mechanism where it's like, I don't want to put myself out there.
0: Now you have something to talk about at therapy.
1: Right. And so, so with my heroes, I do put myself out there. Right. And yeah, it just, we always have just good normal conversations. Like Reed didn't do anything wrong. Sean never did anything wrong. My Twitter bros never did anything wrong, (laughs) but it's like, I do romanticize it. And then I'm let down, not by them, yeah, But like that our our friendship didn't blossom the way that I had hoped for. Does this make sense? A hundred percent. that like the is same thing why, folks, I... you don't have adult male friends. <laughs> and that is why you do not it's a horrible ever way to meet live. your heroes.
0: <laughs> horrible way to
1: live. But um, so, yeah, I met my hero. He was great.
0: Cool. Well.
1: Oh, gosh, last thing. Okay. There's another hero that I'm very tempted to meet. Uh-huh. But I'm scared too, Brandon Fugel. Skin, oh, the
0: guy from Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. Ranch. Yes, yeah, Skidwalker or
1: Skinwalker Skinwalker. We're gonna, <laughs> do, like, a pod- a we're gonna do a name. podcast episode on Skinwalker Ranch.
0: Yeah, that's where all the alien abductions happen
1: and the 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 animal mutilations.
0: Oh, I didn't know about that one.
1: Yeah, for the past two hundred years, our followers will love that. Dating back,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like cruelty free. Is this episode cruelty free? <laughs>
1: dating back to um, you know, like two hundred years ago.
0: They were mutilating the animals? The Indians
1: were writing about, the Native Americans were writing about- The aliens. About things happening on that ranch. <sighs> so we're gonna go, The I'm very, um, I think we'll get an invite. Post Malone <laughs> went there. Um, yeah, so. I think that we will get an invite. We're only I'm, seven
0: degrees away of separation.
1: No, I FaceTime with them. Post Malone? No.
0: Oh, it's kid, Skidwalker. I mean, Skidwalker. <laughs> Skid. Skid, I can't like you're
1: yeah. this seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, um, you know, we'll have another discussion about whether it's smart for us to go because I'm still, there's you know, a lot of people. You know, they're demonic. I don't, demonic. don't want to invite the alien
0: energy into the house. Exactly. And that's why we don't do Halloween decorations. It's a whole thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Um, let's end on a um, question here. Um. um one last question and then you can read the ad i am late to i will
0: tell you what my cringe moment in nashville was Mm -hmm. one time when i went to go see um taylor swift in nashville with emily heron from champagne and chanel Mm -hmm. she was like i mean she was single at the time i'm newly married and uh we were both little fashion bloggers in nashville i wore like oh my god it's so cringy. It was like an outside concert for Taylor Swift. And I think it ended up raining that night, but I wore like a like cocktail dress. Like, you know, I don't wear tight dresses. It was like a tight yeah. hot pink cocktail silk dress with high sparkly heels and had to walk around like all of Nashville. And the, I looked so trashy. It was, it it brought back like horrible memories walking on Broadway last night. It was cringe.
1: That's your cringe moment? Yeah, I
0: can't believe I dressed like that to Taylor Swift. It was embarrassing. So embarrassing.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to wrap it up with a prayer?
0: <laughs> yeah. It is.
1: <laughs> okay, I really got to go. Okay. He's going to be pissed. Okay,
0: thank you guys for, for listening.
1: Wait, you got to read the ad.
0: I'm going to read no, it, it it's after. it's funny. Read it
1: right
0: now. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to wait for you to close the door.
1: Aaron? Yeah, I talked to her about everything. (laughs) She'll be at therapy
0: next week. He's kidding, he made that up. Okay. Have you guys heard about this new superfood that seems almost too good to be true? It's got thousands upon thousands of five star reviews and literally life-changing testimonials from users. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's armra colostrum. Oh my gosh, my mom has been texting me about this so much, y'all. She's obsessed with Armra colostrum. I was like at first kind of freaked out because I was like, colostrum, that's what it comes out whenever you're first breastfeeding but I recently started using it and I have been loving it so far. Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and contains all the essential nutrients our bodies need in order to thrive. It strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism and anti-inflammation, fortifies gut health, improves skin radiance, powers fitness and recovery, and confers powerful anti-aging benefits. A few months ago, I let you guys know that I've been bloating quite a bit and asked for recommendations. Armra colostrum came up quite a few times since it combats bloating and makes you feel lighter. It can be easily stirred into liquid, mixed with things like yogurt, granola, or chia, or sprinkled into any other food. Since our unflavored option has no taste, it is easy to incorporate into almost anything as long as it's it isn't hot, as this can degrade the natural bioactive compounds. Or you can check out their blood orange or watermelon flavor, which are delicious. We've worked out a special offer for my audience. Receive 15% off your first order. Order Go to tryarmra.com slash Danny or enter Danny to get 15% off your first order. That's dot acom slash Danny. Ladies, there is nothing worse than suffering with an uncomfortable bra. I hate bras, usually. But Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. Upgrade from traditional bras that use uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft it will will feel like you're not even wearing a bra at all. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash deinfluenced. Honey Love believes women deserve garments that are just as comfortable as they are effective without ever sacrificing style. The goal is to embolden women of all shapes and sizes through high quality clothing and shapewear that can be worn with confidence. I typically wear the V-bra, which is their move more relaxed lounge bra. I don't always wear a bra since y'all know I wasn't blessed with the biggest chest, but if I do, it's the V bra. It offers the support of a traditional bra without the underwire. It's designed to lift and separate with molded cups, and it is not like a shelf-like bra. You can pair the V bra with their breathable and versatile leggings, or get the matching shapewear to cover to, to your crossover bra. Treat yourself to the best bras in the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash After you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them where that we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good thanks to Honeylove. Today's episode is brought to you by Dreamland Baby. We have spoken about Dreamland Baby on Deinfluenced a couple of times now, but for the mamas, dads, grandparents, or any caretakers out there, this is the product that you absolutely need to hear about. Dreamland Baby is the brand that brought us the weighted sleep swaddle and weighted sleep sack. The way you feel using a weighted blanket and how it helps take your anxiety down is how it feels for your baby. It's been such an amazing addition to our household, and it's one of my number one most recommended products for any new parents out there. The weighted sleep swaddle is for your newborn. I learned about Dreamland Baby a few months into having Stella. So we started with the weighted sack for her, but Stratton started with the weighted swaddle. The easy-to-use built-in swaddle band makes swaddling a breeze for you and your baby. And best of all, the dream-weighted swaddle can be worn three ways, both arms in, one arm in, or both arms out, to effortlessly adapt to your baby's changing sleep needs and provide them with the security and comfort they deserve, just like a hug. They can then transition to the sack once they're ready head over to dreamlandbaby.co and enter code Danny at checkout to receive 20% off site-wide plus free shipping. This offer is for new and existing customers. The one thing I will say though, I do believe we used the Dreamland weighted swaddle for Stella. I remember that was the first product that we actually used. And I was obsessed with it because I felt like that was the first thing that she ever used that helped her sleep all the way through that night. I think just having that like extra little weight made her feel so cozy and didn't like, you know, whenever she was startled, she didn't like, her arms didn't flail or something. So anyway, love Dreamland Baby, huge fans. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you guys want to leave us a review, um, we're on Apple, Spotify. You can watch our video on Spotify. We love you guys and we will catch you next week. Bye.